Info. It is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022, almost halfway home in the month of September. Um, here at the live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year, giving out free picks. Giving out tons of free picks. Nah, we don't win them all. We tr- certainly try to. Um, our best bets always are our premium picks. Those are the ones we're most confident in each and every day. I know people get confused and you know, well, they're going to spin it any which way they want. So, not going to spend a ton of time on that. Chris, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Had a great day yesterday. The uh, end of the day kind of fell short with that uh, that Cardinals blow up against the Brewers, but still a winning day overall. Can't be can't be sad about. It. And there was some great baseball to close out the day yesterday too. Yeah, the Cardinals. You know, I think they're kind of cemented as to where they're going to be in the grand scheme of things at this point. So, you know, a little bit tougher uh, to, to uh, you know, get behind some of these teams because, you know, the, the teams like the Cardinals, they know they're going to be the last of the division leaders. So they're going to have to play in that wild card round, you know. So they're going to have to play an extra round. Of course, the top two division leaders get a bye in the first round while the while the third division leader will have to play the, the bottom um, – the bottom card. Yes, exactly, Chris. Thanks for bailing me out on that one. We could have been here for a while. Could have been a very, very long day there. It's like, spit it the hell out. Yeah, craziness. I don't always like to try finishing your sentences because then it ends up like the newlywed game where they end up with the completely wrong answer. You like Blank. playing on the couch. Blank. No, I like eating toast. Making whoopee. What's your favorite position? What's your favorite pasta? Flat on my stomach lying in front of the TV screen. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My wife just walked by and gave me the look. <laughs> Chris said that he was, uh, he, he always, he hesitates on finishing my sentence because then it becomes like the newlywed game. <laughs> she said TMI. She's obviously not a fan of the show. <laughs> Doesn't get our material. Well, if you missed yesterday's show, have um, we're having our Become a Capper contest. I will have details coming up. It's probably not going to be for another month or so, but we just want to let everybody know that we are having the Become a Capper contest. And, um, of course, I already received email, you know, from people asking about it, even though I said, don't ask me, right? <laughs> it certainly did. Well, the over-under yesterday was set at 14 and a half, so. Yeah, I got, um, I got like an, I always get these messages. And so here's, if you guys want to see how to not become a capper on the site, um, you know, it's like, I get these messages like, I'm this much, you know, it's like, how do I become a capper on your site? It's like, you clearly don't understand what we do at Pick Dogs. You know, it's like, you're just some guy, you know, picks games on Instagram or something. It's like, I'm a professional better in Vegas. It's like, yeah, well, doesn't mean you fit us with what we're doing here. You know? Anyways. 
Anything else exciting, Chris? We've got one more day until we're back into football. It's just that time of year, you know? I've been yeah, looking at that Chiefs-Chargers game. I, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Mm. Trying to exor- still trying to exercise some primetime demons myself after uh, after week one. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. It's going to be a great Thursday night game. Yeah. I don't know what else I can say about it. I mean, it's going to be probably it's going to be a back and forth game. I think it's going to be really pretty good. One of the best games of the week for sure. Well, today at 3 p.m. Eastern time, we have our NFL preview show. That's with myself, Al McMorty, and Jay Briggs. And then tomorrow we'll have our show with uh, Chris and Ron doing our college football preview show. So if you missed last week's NFL preview show, we had a lot of technical difficulties, but we've got that all straightened out. And uh, should be an awesome show. And, you know, with a little bit of more knowledge, um, you know, at our fingertips, well, it's just dangerous at this point in the season, right? Because what you see in week one, not always what you're going to see um, overall. But um, you know, it should be a fun show. You got different, you know, three totally different perspectives on things, you know, with, with Jay Briggs, Al McMorty, and myself. So, uh, yeah, nobody cares about the NFL show except for the thousands of people that tune in to watch it. Um <laughs> Anyways, Mitch, you see the video about you going around YouTube and Twitter? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Sarah Boo, real person here, coward. You know, I'm sure there's millions of them going on about. I was just about to say which one. Which one exactly? (laughs) I hate cowards. You know, I really hate cowards. So you want to stand up to me? I'm right here, man. I I come out here. At least I have the guts to stay up here with my real face and real name and everything like that. Hide behind some YouTube, you know, like what a joke you are, you know? It's like, how pathetic are you, you know? I mean, what a joke, man. I didn't see them. They must be on the on the sports chat one. I don't know, man. Did you see the video about you? No, I didn't. Don't care. Joke, man. You see someone that was cowardly enough that they have to call themselves Sarah Boo? (laughs) That I see. (laughs) And Mama. That was cowardly enough that they have to call themselves. Uh, yeah, it's on sports chat. Yeah, I got him. This is boring. That's why I tune in. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a really good life. Anyways, Chris, we got Major League Baseball action going on today. It's, it's all these jerks out there, right? Oh, like, yeah, they're, they're going to come out of the woodwork.
Yeah, nice call. A nice uh, MLB card today. A little bit of everything. Start early. One late, late game. Yeah. Nice balance card. Yep. Let's get right into it. Got the Reds and the Pirates, Nick Lodolo and Ronzi Contreras. The Reds have been just absolutely terrible in this series, Chris. Um, they have been getting the, the whitewashed, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think in this one? Uh, I, I would lean towards the Pirates again here, but uh, I'll take a shot on the under. I think, you know, Nick Lodolo pitched well in his last couple of starts, and uh, I think he's going to have to keep this one low scoring with the way the Reds haven't been producing at the plate. Ryan Contreras, I don't think he's going to give up much of anything easy either. Uh, his last three starts has allowed two runs combined over 16 and a third. I think uh, you've seen two of the, the up-and-coming arms in their respective rotations go at it in this one. I like the uh, the under and the Pirates as well. I like the Pirates in this one. I just I give up on the Reds. Probably a good time to take the, take them <laughs> because I'm, I'm going <laughs> to take the other side. So uh, that's what I'm on here. Go to our next game. And it is going to be the Guardians and the Angels. Damn, I'm sticking with the Guardians in this one. Uh, two solid pitchers, you know, for their respective rotations. Patrick Sandoval, you know, he may only have a two, uh, two, uh, sorry, a five and nine record. But he's got two point nine eighty ERA, and the problem for Sandoval for much of the season was just that he couldn't get run support. He's starting to get it now, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be coming back today with Cal Quantrill on the other side. Quantrill's been really good himself. Two earned runs or less allowed in uh, five of his last six starts. Sorry, six of his last seven. And uh thing is that the Guardians now <laughs> maintaining that win streak. 13 wins in a row as favorites over the Angels. So, got to go with the Guardians here. I'm looking for this video that they said there is of me, but I don't see it. So, it must not be... Uh, anyone know what video they're talking about? See that video about you? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that means nobody else does either. So we're not going to popularize. We're not going to give them any, uh, anything. Anyways, we go to... Uh, you know, the Guardians have just owned the Angels, and uh, I just don't know how you stop something like this, the mojo. But, um, you know, even last night, it seemed like the Angels were going to have a good chance to stop it, and uh, they were unable to do that. Um, go to uh, Tigers-Astros. Man, this is uh, it's just such a mismatch of a series, right? Yeah. And I'm worried it could be another one today, but uh, uh, Christian Javier, he's, he's a solid arm in, in the Astros rotation. I think he's still one of the mid-arm or mid-level arms in that rotation, but he just hasn't gotten the support he needs. Only got an 8-9 and nine record with a knee uh, RA under three. And Joey Wentz hasn't been terrible for the Tigers. Obviously, he hasn't faced a... Uh, an offensive caliber of Houston's, but uh, 
I still think this one's going to be a lower scoring. I think, you know, Detroit's going to have some issues again putting runs on the board. And uh, look for this one to come under the total. Yeah, I like I like the Astros here. They've just absolutely dominated this series. I mean, last night they just made the – they basically could have done whatever they wanted to do. And uh, I think they do that again here in this one. Javier has been outstanding this season. I just don't see the uh, Tigers matching up at all. I'm going to take the Astros in a romp. Go to Chicago where Dylan Cease and the White Sox face on the Rockies. And it's been Dylan Cease and everyone else um, for the White Sox this season. Um, Today it's Dylan Cease, so we don't have to worry about the everyone else. Um, What do you think of this one, Chris? Yeah, I got to stick with the White Sox here. Back-to-back shutouts for for Dylan Cease, including that uh, that near no-hitter a couple starts ago. But uh, I think this is more importantly about Kyle Freeland facing the uh, sorry the the White Sox. The White Sox over the last month has been a bit, you know, going back to August first, back to crushing left-handed pitching. And Kyle Freeland, he's had a couple of, of nice starts in a row, actually three in a row, where he's allowed four combined runs over uh, sixteen and two thirds, but. Uh, I don't think he has that same luck here today. We all know what Freeland is capable of, and I think the White Sox make him pay today. So I'm going to go with the White Sox on the run line. All right. Let's see what we got. I like uh, the White Sox as well in this one. Cease has just been um, Cease has just been pretty amazing. Like I said yesterday, I think he's going to get some Cy Young consideration. I don't know if he wins it, but he's certainly going to get some votes. Um he will finish in the top five in the Cy Young voting in the American League. I personally am not sure that Verlander is ahead of him at this point. Um, It's going to be close. It's going to be super close. What do you think? I mean, I... Like I, I don't know how how do they do they usually factor in like stints on the de- on the uh, injured list like like in, very heavily into the uh, into the uh, into the Cy Young voting if it's only like a one time stint because we haven't we've seen Verlander pretty much consistent throughout the season right um I still think he's the front runner for the Cy Young I still think he wins it but I, I'm with you in the, in the sense that I don't think that it's as much of a runaway as maybe it's being made out to be. Go to our next set of games. It is the Giants against the Braves. Radon versus Morton. The Braves really kind of having their way here um, in this series. And, um, you know, the Giants, I like the Giants, and I've been on the Giants for years, but, boy, Radon has been the big disappointment of this team, and I just don't see it, you know, in this one. How about you, Chris? I was, I was going to go with the under here. Um I'm not necessarily as low on, on Carlos Rodon as you may be, but uh, I, I still think he's capable of delivering a solid outing. But I think Charlie Morton is capable as well. The Giants, you know, we saw it sort of yesterday where the offense, you know, can have a great day like it did on uh, on Monday and then just stall out the next day. And I think that's sort of what's been the problem for the Giants and why they fell out of the wild card race and just couldn't replicate any of the success from last year. I think this is a first to three wins kind of game. So, uh, Maybe three one or three two, like we saw on Monday. So give me the uh, give me the under in this one. Yeah, I think you can go alternate run line here in the Braves. I think they jump out early. I like them first five. Redon's been terrible early in games as well, kind of pitching their way out of 
games. Um, so I'm going to go with the Braves in this one. We go with the Mariners against the Padres. Luis Castillo on the mound against Mike Clevenger. Um, last night's game, not for the offensive enthusiast. Um, it was a quick mover. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with a little bit of a juicy play here, but I, I I like the Padres plus one and a half in this one. It's around minus 160. But, um, you know, you see Luis Castillo and what he's done. He, he started he started really hot for the Mariners and was looking like, you know, he was worth the, uh, the price of admission to get him into that lineup. And I'm not saying he's not. I think he's still going to be a solid arm for them going forward. But... He has been hittable lately, especially in his three starts at home. The uh, the Mariners have either won the game by one run like they did against the Yankees as an underdog or lost the last two outright. I think the Padres playing well enough that they can maybe sneak in the back door, keep this one close with a one-run game, if not win it outright. Mike Clevenger's been decent. He has been touched up last in the last couple starts by the Dodgers, but outside of that, he's pretty good. So I'm going to uh, gonna go with the Padres plus one and a half. I'm going to roll with the... Uh... I'm going to roll with the Mariners in this one. I think Castillo has been way over bet since being traded. But um, at the same time, I think that, um, you know, he's still, you know, last time out he gave up three runs. Um, I think he's the better option here. I think Clevenger has been good in spots. And, you know, you can start to see he's not the same Clevenger that he once was. But um, still good. But I just think the Mariners get the best of this one. One of Clevenger's worst losses um, Pitched a one-hitter and lost in Seattle one time. Um, could happen again. Got the um, Marlins taking on the Phillies. And uh, I think eight of the last nine times these two teams have met, it's gone under. Yesterday was an under in this one as well. Chris, I like the under in the Marlins-Phillies today. I just don't think we see much going on here. Um, what do you think of this thing? The Phillies have pretty much owned this, but the Marlins actually on the run line have owned it the other way. So basically a lot of low scoring one run games is what we've seen between these two. Yeah. I'm trying to do the quick count of how many one run games we've actually seen. Uh, we're going um, seven of uh, six of uh, 17 games this season have been one run games and the bulk of them, I would say at least 10 or 11 of them have been under seven runs. So I can definitely make the case for the under here as well, but I'm also leaning towards the Marlins. I just, I really like what Edward Cabrera has done, you know, for this, uh, for this Marlins lineup, the next, big arm that they have in the rotation obviously Alcantara, Sixto Sanchez Pablo Lopez, Max Meyer once he comes back from Tommy John I just think Edwards is going to be the next uh, the next big thing for the Marlins. Kyle Gibson he's been hit or, hit or miss and especially been hit in his last couple of starts allowing 11 runs over 6 and 2 thirds I, I just think the values on the Marlins in this one as well as the under Yeah the Marlins have had trouble scoring runs but the worst of it's been against left-handed pitching. So a uh, little bit of an edge there. Like I said, I think the under is a strong play in this one. We go to Washington where the Nationals take on the Orioles. And, man, what a weird game that was last night. I had the um, Orioles as my $15 big play. And, uh, you know, I sweated it out. You know, I definitely sweated it out in that one. Um the Orioles had a lot of chances, but um, could not take advantage. It's Corbin and Wells. I think we could see some runs in this one, Chris. The runs that we're not going to see in um, in in Miami, I think maybe move here to Washington. What do you think? 
can make up for it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, no, I'm sticking with the Orioles here. You know, I, I'm I'm not fooled by Patrick Corbin and what he's done in his last uh, last couple of appearances. You know, because you know, he gave up four runs over a three-start stretch, but then came back to regular Corbin last time out. Gave up five runs and six and two-thirds on 12 hits against the Mets. And uh, <clears throat> the Orioles, yeah, they're far more effective at home. But uh, even though Tyler Wells making his return really after a month and a half last time out, I think he can go a little bit deeper in this the one the second start back from the injured list and uh, take care of the Nationals. I don't want any part of Patrick Corbin, so I'll, I'll go with the Orioles in this one. Got the um, let's see where we're at. Got the. What are you selling today, Chris? For me today, I got my fifteen dollar pickoff play. Hit another one yesterday. Now we're up to fifteen and three in our last eighteen pickoff plays. Hoping to keep that going today. Also got that fifteen dollar play as part of my walk off Wednesday three pack. For uh, 40 bucks, Pick Dogs Premium, going off the board with some afternoon action, so make sure you jump on it quick and use that promo code WIN15. If you also hop on something long-term, i got a fourth play for long-term subscribers as well. I've got my $15 big play. I have a bunch of other picks for long-term um, subscribers, so uh, be sure to check it out. And as always, my long-term plans are the cheapest way to go. So, um, you know, that's... But I do have the fifteen dollar big play. I might put together some of these other picks as a as a package. So um, be on the lookout for that. But more than likely, um, well, more than likely, I will. So we'll f- we figure it out. We always do. We go to our next game here, and um, we've got uh, the Blue Jays taking on the Rays. Uh, I don't know, kind of back and forth, you know, here between these two. Um, Thoughts? Well, the, the the script yesterday went kind of according to plan for me with that doubleheader. The Jays got the win in the Manoa start, but lost the bullpen game. It was just they were flipped between game one and game two. But for uh, for Wednesday's game, as much as I'm a Blue Jays fan, I got to go with the Tampa Bay Rays here. Um, Drew Rasmussen has just been on absolute fire over the last couple of months. I think going back to the beginning of July, the uh, the Rays are ten and two in his twelve starts. A sub two ERA over that stretch and a 1.34 ERA in his last seven. And uh, Rasmussen's allowed one run in each of his three starts against Toronto this season. Ross Stripling's been a nice, you know, find for the uh, for the Blue Jays, and you know it's going to be a key piece of their playoff rotation. But uh, yeah, I just think that the Rays behind Rasmussen find a way to get the job done here. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Rays are just the better team in this one, and I think that that has a lot to do with it for me. Um. I just always like, I, I I know it's not always popular opinion, but um, that the Razors are you know the better team. And I think these teams are fairly close. You know, I'm not saying that um, I'm not saying that you know it's a runaway or anything like that. I'm just think, saying that I believe that the Rays are the better team. I just think that the difference be, the difference between these two teams for me is that the Blue Jays are going to make mistakes while the Rays don't. Right? It's like the Blue Jays will make the little errors while um well you don't see the the rays do that and when the rays do make mistakes they lose every time right if they make errors they lose but you just don't see a bunch of them so i'm gonna go with the i'm gonna go with the with the rays in this one i think it it might be a pretty close game though yeah to be honest so uh 
just putting the tags for mm-hmm. our show. Yeah, I think I think it will be a close game if it if it does get down to the bullpens late. That's kind of where I worry with the Blue Jays. But uh, yeah, the thing about the Blue Jays is that they've been kind of coming up with these key hits when they've been winning games lately. Especially Bo Bichette, he's been stepping up and hitting hitting the home runs late when the when the Blue Jays kind of need those uh those uh those key hits. Danny Jansen's delivered a couple as well. So I think getting the Rays here as a dog though is you know, yeah, definitely appealing. Yeah. You know. That's the value. I think there's value here on the Red Sox as a dog here against the Yankees. I had them yesterday. I thought I was good, and uh, no, I wasn't good. I lost. But um, they play again today at Fenway Park. I, I like the Red Sox chances again in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean towards the Yankees, but I'm going to go with the overs, a stronger play. I just I don't like Brian Bellow and what he's been doing in the starter role. Um an ERA up around five as a starter this season. Or sorry, up around six, excuse me. And... Um, you know, Nestor Cortez had a nice return to the uh, to the Yankee rotation after having a couple of starts off. But I don't know this this Boston offense seems to sort of wake up around the Yankees and and vice versa. So I, I like the over with the lean towards New York here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Red Sox in this one. I just think you know I don't know Nestor Cortez has not impressed me um, all that much. And just been inconsistent, a lot like the Yankees in general. And we've seen the Yankees down the stretch really not be very good. Speaking about not very good, we've got the Metropolitans taking on the Cubbies. David Peterson on the mound. DeGrom couldn't do it. Bassett couldn't do it. Can Peterson do it up against Drew Smiley in this one? I don't know, man. The Mets, we knew it was going to happen. But why are we surprised that it is? You know, it's like, it's one of those things. It's like Buck Showalter. We've been saying it all season, you know, and it's like, you know, Buck Showalter managing, it's pretty much this is what you can expect. Yeah, sometimes you just got to wait a little bit later for the other shoe to drop. But uh, no, for this one, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to go with the Cubs. <laughs> Again, I think I, it's, you know, Drew Smiley, you might be one of the finds of the season for this uh for this Cubs team, I doubted it early on, but uh, look at his last seven starts: two point two nine ERA, two runs or less allowed in six of the seven starts, one run or less allowed in five of those six, and the Cubs have just been a better team over the course of the series. It looks like the uh, the Mets are starting to coast, even though they can't afford to. And uh, yeah, I think I think the Cubs find a way to eke one out over the Mets, complete a uh, another another surprising victory here. Yeah, I, I I like I like the Mets in this one. I I I just can't get on the Cubs. I know it's been terrible, but um, and I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna stick with where where I am. I'm gonna ride the Mets, I guess, into the ground here. It's uh, definitely hasn't been pretty, but. Uh, Oh well. Go to our next set of games. And it is the Twins and the Royals. Sonny Gray and Zach Granke. Yuck. This is one I you're they're charging full price admission for this thing, Chris. What do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's the pitching matchup, not necessarily on the surface a good one, but I I, I like the Twins here, um, mainly because Sonny Gray's just had the number of the uh, 
the number of the Royals in the last few years. And the thing, the thing about this one is a lot of people, I think, are writing off the Twins, but I think the division's still fairly up for grabs, not just because, you know, obviously it's it's only a uh, couple-game lead for the, uh, the the Guardians at the top, but the Twins have five games against the uh, the Guardians in this weekend series. They have six more games against the White Sox, so if they can finish with a, with a decent record in those games, this, this situation could be a lot more interesting in, in the next couple of weeks. So this game just means a lot more to the Twins. Zach Greinke hasn't been very good on the road, so give me the, the Twins here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Twins as well. Zach Greinke, um, you know, definitely at the twilight of his career here. Um, he had a good run, um, and uh, but I think that's come to an end. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Twins in this one. Just missing the no hitter last night. They had a no hitter going pretty late. Yeah. So I'm roll with that one. And then the walks became the issue, and then yeah, it gave up three runs, I think, in that ninth inning. Something like that. <laughs> Go to our. Uh... one it is the Cardinals and the Brewers Adam Wainwright and Corbin Burns this is a main event style game what do you think of this one Chris the Cardinals and the Brewers Wainwright and Burns Mr. Burns <laughs> excellent <laughs> well the Brewers were excellent yesterday but uh I don't know. This this is a this is a tough one. I think I'm just still going to stick with the over here. Maybe lean towards the Brewers, just because, like we mentioned earlier on the show, that you know the, the the Brewers just feel like they have more to play for at this point. With the uh, the Cardinals starting to find themselves set in that uh, in that third uh, third spot in the National League, and um, Corbin Burns, you know, if there's one place he's been pitching a lot better, it's been on the road this season. Look at his last uh, three starts against the uh, the Cardinals this season. One run allowed over 21 innings of work, 27 strikeouts to three walks. Uh, seems to just have this Cardinals team's number, so I'll, I'll lean towards the Brewers maybe take the over in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one with Wainwright. I just think they're the better team, and I know the Brewers, their backs are to the wall. They're must-win games and desperate times and all that kind of stuff, but it hasn't meant anything to them all season long, so I don't see how it does here. I think that you know in these games – They've been real disappointing, and I think they disappoint once again. Got the Rangers taking on the A's. Chris, what do you think of this one? This is the game that I would have questioned why they're charging full price for this thing. But uh, I would lean towards Texas, but I, I don't want to pay that price or chase any sort of run line with, uh, with the Texas Rangers. I might take the first five under. Um, I think J.P. Sears is a better pitcher than what we saw in that last start against the uh, against the White Sox, where he gave up six runs in two innings. And uh, Dane Dunning, you know, he's he's pitched his far better ball at home this season. And I think that uh, we have a low scoring battle through the first five. I think maybe the Rangers he could out late, but again, I'm not trying to lay minus one seventy two with the Rangers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the Rangers in this one. I just. I, I struggle to take the A's, but, you know, the Rangers aren't any bargain either. This is just a tough game that I probably won't be betting at all, to be honest with you. Um, but I think the A's, you know, like I said, on their way out of Oakland, and um, 
You know, just kind of a lost year for them as a franchise. Go to our final game on the card. It's the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. I thought the Diamondbacks really disappointing last night in their efforts. Um, I don't know if they get any better here with Zach Davies, who I don't like the way he looked last time out, to be honest with you. He gave up some big home runs um, in that game in Colorado. He was involved in that Colorado game where it was uh, 9-1 Rockies or 8-1 Rockies, and then the Diamondbacks scored nine unanswered, and you know, nine back, and it went finally went went and uh, the Rockies won it late. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is a this is a, a tough spot for Davies, you know, going to face the Rockies in Coors in your last start, and now having to take on the Dodgers even at home. It's it's not an easy ask. And I'm trying to pull up his uh, his home ERA this season because I think it's uh, let me see here it's been a bit better at 3.14 but again it's not against uh you know the majority of those starts aren't against the dodgers i think the dodgers yeah they locked up the uh locked up playoff spot but i, I don't think they care i think they want to come out and, and uh and and take care of business so i'm gonna take the dodgers in this one I'm, even if the fate is zach Greinke, maybe the over as well in this one yeah i'm gonna go with the dodgers here it's just zach davies hasn't uh you know he hasn't He's pitched decently this season. I just, like I said last time out, he roasted me, so um, makes it makes it tough um, for me to get behind him. Um, I'm gonna roll with. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the uh, with the Dodgers in this one. Everyone knows I don't take the Dodgers a ton, so uh, it's it's one of those weird ones. Well, brings us to that important part of the show, Chris. It is uh, time for the uh, time for the uh, parlay section. What do you like? I was, I was trying to go for two newlywed games today in a row, but uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going to go with the under in the Marlins Phillies, and the. Uh, over in the Yankees Red Sox. I'm going to go with the um, I'm going to go with the under in the Marlins Phillies. I'm going to take the Mets, and I'll put that with the uh, over in the Orioles Nationals. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. We'll see you guys. I'll see you guys at three o'clock this afternoon with Al McMorty and with Jay Briggs. And of course, keep in mind, we do have the contest coming up um, for the uh, Become a Capper contest. And I'm excited about it, um, you know, that we've decided to do it again this season. And uh, once again, you know, emailing me, sending me private messages, any of that stuff, not going to help. I don't know the rules. I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know any of those answers. Basically, you're your emails and things that will unfortunately have to go unanswered because I don't have any answers. So, but we will. And uh, we always seem to get it done, right? Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Full day of baseball.